All right, M. Bush. Today, we are joined by an acclaimed singer, song, a writer who has garnered himself quite a bit of hype inside of the industry through his two EPs that he had released, one in 2015 entitled Postures, one in 2018 entitled Fever and Bloom. He had a string of self-produced singles before sort of making the decision to move to France in the middle of recording his current album, a full length that is coming out into the future. We got a little bit of a taste with the first single of it, which we're going to be discussing here today with my guest, Ryan Egan. How's it going, Ryan? It's going really well. And yeah, just happy to be chatting with you. Happy to chat about the the new project. And yeah, thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm very excited to jump into things here as well. And I love the music. I am loving this new track. So of course, like I mentioned, um, you sort of came off some success of that sophomore EP. You did some self-producing of some singles. And I'd sort of like to start there. That's where I'd love to jump on in because from what I can read on your website and your biography, uh, you can see that you sort of were halfway through recording your debut full length when you made the decision to move to France. So going forward from those self-produced singles and then sort of making that decision, how did you move forward? What was this process like? Yeah, so it's a little bit more convoluted. Like when I when I moved, I was really just um, I was in the process of writing the album. I hadn't I hadn't quite figured out how I was going to be producing it, how I was going to actually record it. Um, so that changed over time. I was like, you know, at one point, I, I was assuming I'd be recording it myself, maybe uh, getting some other people involved. Then I moved to France. This was like really just a separate life decision. Uh, my now wife is is from Paris, so. I had been it had become a home away from home for many years, um, and yeah, we were living in New York together for a long time, and we just decided to give it a try. Um, so in my mind, when I was moving there, I was really excited to to um, you know dive into the scene, meet musicians there, start playing gigs, and also I was thinking, all right, like I'll be here, I, I might as well find you know maybe find a producer here, find like find the the team or the musicians or whatever. Um, to put together this record and then COVID hit. Um, so that, that obviously like put a damper on a lot of aspects of, of the move, you know, um, really settling into a new city and, and finding your, your friends, your network. Um, I had played one live show and there was like, you know, just before our lockdown. So that ended, you know, there was no you know, live gigs and, and so then during the, the lockdown, I did a lot of writing and, and, um, I think from then on, I just kind of, yeah, it was always open-ended how the record was going to be made. And, and finally, um, coming out of that experience, I ended up just reaching out to some people and I, and I linked up with Kevin Basco, who ended up being the producer uh, with me on this album. So, um, I ended up going back to Jersey, New York, and then staying with him in Philly. And, uh, we made the record over the, the course of like three weeks, um, in, in winter. So we, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long, it's a long window of time, but ultimately we recorded everything. We recorded everything in two weeks, um, at Kevin's place. And then at some studios in, in New York and the, with friends in Jersey and stuff. And then the third week was mixing. And then there was like another week of mastering. 
so the, the album recording process really came together quickly. Um, the writing and the, the figuring out what the next stage of releasing was going to be. And like, like you mentioned, I've, I've self-produced a lot of stuff. I've collaborated with other producers. Every project is different. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> every, every project is different. And, and I just never quite know, like, as I'm, as I'm preparing for it, what it's going to be, who's going to be interested in working on it. And, and yeah, I really lucked out with this, with this case because Kevin was, was awesome to work with. And I was also able to incorporate some, some old friends, old bandmates and collaborators. And yeah, the way it all came together was, was really better than I could have anticipated, to be honest. Mm. So even though things shutting down sort of put you back inside of immersing yourself inside of the music scene inside of France, which you were hoping to do, it gave you more time to sort of make sure that you were ready for once you actually got inside the studio then. I mean, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Because honestly, I was I was writing a ton during that time, and I was also, you know, my my day to day is writing and and working in my studio. So, depending on what I'm doing, I'm often building up tracks, arranging tracks. So a lot of the stuff that I that ended up, or really almost everything that ended up on the album, I had really spent quite a bit of time arranging drums, putting bass lines, synth parts. You know, really just going all the way in because I didn't at the time I didn't know how I was going to release it, how I was going to actually record it. So for all, for all I knew, maybe I would be seeing those productions through to the end, getting, getting them mixed and mastered. And, and that would be the album. I didn't really know until I knew. I didn't know until I reached a point where I, I said, you know, I'm not that excited about what I'm sitting with here. I, I believe in these songs, but I need to inject some new energy, some new musicianship, some other life into this for me, for me to be excited about this album. Um, so yeah, it was, I, I luckily linked up with Kevin and then was able to have just a nice experience heading back home, seeing friends, working with him. And, uh, yeah, ultimately it came together, uh, came together great. So, so yeah, the, the confinement experience was, was important for, for definitely like crossing the finish line of writing and then, um, yeah, experimentation with with production and, and discovering, hey, I don't really want to do this album by myself, <laughs> you know? Well, and sometimes having that refi- another refined set of ears, because even yourself as a producer, like you say, it's you do have that talent, that refined set of ears, but maybe having somebody else's opinion can still help to unlock something inside of these tracks, right? 100%. Um, and I really... Yeah, I, absolutely benefited from that. Um, like getting Kevin's ears on it, his instincts, uh, his musicianship, uh, he's a you know, multi-instrumentalist. So he played really everything like on, like between the two of us, we, we divided up roles. Like we would both play guitar, we both play keys, he would play drums, you know? So, um, getting him on it as well as, um, his, his space, like he has a really great studio, um, running things to tape and, and just a really cool, set up at his at his place in philly so access to that gear and and the 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 vibe that he's been creating in his space um and the sound that he's he's been creating with his own records and with records that he's producing for other people um it was really uh a great it was a great road to go down and and take these songs down um and i'm yeah i'm really happy with with how it came out Awesome. Awesome. And I'd say it turned out uh, pretty fantastic 
so far as well, based off of our first taste of this upcoming album here, of this work that you are able to do inside of this three weeks inside of the studio, which uh, which you said uh, happened pretty nicely, which but at the time I'm sure was a little hectic going between three separate cities and just trying to make sure that all the players have everything right and all, all the schedules align. And at the time, probably pretty hectic, but very worthwhile for sure. Yeah, I mean, mostly just a little nerve-wracking um, with COVID, to be honest. Like, up until the last second, you don't really know. Like, things were very unclear travel-wise, so I was taking that risk um, where I had, you know, I had lined up all the people I wanted to meet with, and I was going to be staying with Kevin at his place a lot. And so, and and of course, like, seeing my parents. And, and so, I was definitely concerned. This was, yeah, this was pre-vaccinations. So like, I think it was when I was leaving the States at the end of this trip was when vaccination started uh, rolling out in the US, for instance. Um, so it was definitely like not, not the greatest point in time to be traveling. And I had some scares of like, you know, people getting COVID or like kind of in, you know, uh, the periphery and being like, oh my gosh, at home with my parents. And luckily everything was fine. And, and there was, there were no, um, issues but yeah traveling around like that was definitely a little stressful um because you know especially i hadn't i hadn't been home in a little while so you wanted to see everyone so um luckily a lot of my friends uh were i was seeing them like thanks to to making the record but i was also you know i would go meet up with people on a night off or whatever and like i said family so uh it was it was risky to to work in hanging out with everyone, but luck, yeah, luckily it all panned out and, and it was a great way to make the album a great mood, um, just to go home. Uh, but also have like a lot of focus time when I was in Philly with Kevin, I, I didn't have any social life there. I've just, we were just making the record, you know, I didn't have anything to do other than that. So then, you know, on the weekends I'd go do a couple more sessions to piece together things, grab, you know, my buddy would play bass on some stuff or I'd track some instruments somewhere else. And then I'd just be hanging or whatever mm-hmm. for a day or two and then back to Philly. So it was, it was really the best of both worlds. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you also had a little bit of time to balance with the family as well, because very, very important. And of course, this process, this three-week process, like we mentioned, brought us some new music. And our first taste came on September 24th here in 2021 with your brand new single, Weeknights. So take us a little bit behind this new track. What does it mean to you, Ryan? Um, I mean, the, the song, it, it means a lot just in terms of, I think it's, it's a really good representation of the sound of the album, the, the people involved in making the album. And also um, it feels sonically like an in-between um, of, of my, two, my two cities, really, New York and Paris. So. I wrote the song before moving to Paris, but I did, like I was telling you, like as I was writing and, and piecing this album together and deciding what the material would be, I, I, I had my, my mindset on maybe working with some French producers or musicians. And uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the French touch sound, which is um, air, the bands like air and, and Phoenix and not really Daft Punk, but like there's, you know, kind of like indie uh, pop, pop groups from, from France. Um, there's a real feel to that. And, and I was sort of, when I was 
when I was working on weeknights, I had, I had that in mind. I had that sort of style, that groovy kind of sexy, um, pop rock sound. Um, so I do, um, I feel like sonically it's a good representation of the album and just my, my, my two cities that I call home. Um, and so, yeah, other than that, I mean, it's not, it's just like a fun romantic song, um, which is also nice to roll out first because then throughout the album, there's, there's a bit, um, more diverse themes, uh, to, to like some of the, the lyricism across the record. And this one is just really a song about going out, you know, going out in the city, meeting people, um, hookups, just, just life, life out in the city, uh, partying and stuff. So it's, it's a, it's not the deepest tune. It's just a good feel good song. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, more than anything, it means a lot to me just to have some new music out and share it with people. And the, and the, the reception has been really, really, uh, really great. And hearing, hearing people's feedback and, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Awesome. Well, I'm very happy to hear the feedback is coming back good. And of course, I mean, Paris, uh, France, they're very romantic itself. So, uh, probably quite the, uh, place to help to progress this romantic track into what it has become. And you mentioned Phoenix. And as soon as you mentioned Phoenix, that sort of like little light inside my head where it's like, oh yeah, I know I can definitely, I can definitely hear where that influence would come from for sure. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. I love it. I love how this all comes together and how a romantic song is the uh, first track that comes from this new adventure when romance is what helps to take you there as well. There, yeah. Poetic. Poetic, my friend. And of course, another thing that has a little bit of a poetry to it is the music video, what I'd almost call a little bit of a uh, mini movie for this track, because it is like put together so fantastically. It looks so amazing. So take us a little bit behind the video for weeknights here as well. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, I, I can't really uh, take too much credit for it, um, although I was I was involved towards the end um, in, in piecing together the edit with, with my buddy Hugo, who, who directed it. But really, um, so it's my, my friend Hugo. He's from Paris, and he's, he's currently living in Rome with his girlfriend, who is uh, the, the star, the, the female star of the video. Um, and he, so he and I ha- have been um, doing all the, all the imagery, all the, the visuals for the album. So we've done some, some live uh, videos, one of which is out for weeknights. And the rest I'll be I'll be releasing per single. Um, he's also behind the artwork and and all photos that I'm doing uh, behind the release. And so he, this was completely his brainchild. Um, while he was uh, traveling around Italy this summer, he was able to you know take a couple of days to shoot. They found the um, in in the story you have this young voyeur, um, this young boy who is infatuated with the the woman, the older woman, um, that he's seeing on the beach and kind of following her around and uh, a little bit creepy, a little bit like kind of a strange vibe in the video. You'll have to watch it. Um, and so they, they found this, this guy, his, his name's, uh, Ernesto. I think he was probably like 12 years old. They, uh, and they, yeah, they kind of scouted him while they were just in the South of Italy. Um, he was, he was down to shoot and they, they pieced it together. Um, the three of them in, in over the course of two, three days. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, I can't take too much credit for it. I just, I, I put my trust in, in Hugo to, to put something together. I knew, I know what he's capable of. We had 
we had spoken about the theme and, and what he was going for, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm beyond, uh, stoked about the, the final result. Uh, as you said, you know, it's, it's really beautiful, uh, cinematography and just a cool, um, cool narrative, little, little mini, mini film, um, that, that really complements the song and the, the, the feeling of the music. So yeah, I'm, I'm really, really proud of that. Mm-hmm, absolutely and uh shout out to hugo for slaying it considering you just put full trust in him he filmed it in a completely other different country and i'm guessing you weren't even like there for the experience he just brought you the final product and help you helped him with like putting it together at the end and then just boom like that hey yeah luckily he's he's between rome and paris quite a bit so um for instance we just we just spent the last uh, couple days shooting the the next music video and now he's going back to rome so he's kind of back and forth doing, doing work and, um, yeah, it's super close. So, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be, I, I, I was just there recently, not, not working with him, but, uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking ahead at that as well and being like, oh, maybe we'll have to shoot some stuff in Rome. I, I don't mind coming to Italy. Hey, beautiful scenery inside of Italy as well. So I'm sure there's some incredible shots and incredible video to be filmed there. For sure. And you also mentioned that there is another video that has been filmed, that the ball is still rolling towards the release of this debut full-length album here, which is entitled Soft Power. It's coming our way in April 2022. So without giving away too many of the secrets, what else can you tell us that we haven't already discussed here today? Um, Yes, I mean pretty standard, uh, album, album rollout timeline for, for the way, you know, a lot of albums are being released now, just breaking it down into some singles. So I'm really excited because each, you know, each single that that's coming prior to the release in, in April, um, really just has the, you know, each song has, has its own world, uh, of course, sonically the, and, and the theme and, and, and all. Um, but in terms of, of releasing it to everyone, the, my ability to put together the videos and, and everything that will go along to accompany it, it, it really can have its own life. It can have its own universe. Um, as, as you've seen with weeknights, you know, the, the video, the, I've, you know, have a lyric video that goes with it. The live, uh, live session I mentioned, um, it's really, it's fun for me to kind of build that up around an individual song and, and let it, let it go and, and sort of, um, yeah, like, uh, breathe some new life into it. And that, you know, weeknights in its own right, it exists in, in this little, this little universe, and then it's going to be part of a whole. Um, so until, until that album releases, it's really nice to, to see what the songs can do on their own, see, um, which ones resonate with different people. Um, and, and then also to explore the, the visual side of things, like I said, so that's, that's very much where my head has been at as I, I just um, wrapped up shooting the, the second video. So um, still a lot more work down the road for, for the rest of the, like the, the visual content that will be accompanying the music. But um, yeah, so there's going to be four, yeah, four singles prior to the April album release. Um, so yeah, a lot, of, a lot of opportunities for people to discover the music prior to the album and and hopefully build up anticipation for the for the the full uh the full piece and i'm yeah again i'm really i'm really proud of the album as a whole so i think i think people will 
we'll see how it all it all pieces together and how it all um uh all the music is is rather cohesive and 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 works together um as a, a full piece you know awesome all right well i'm very excited to see how all of these standalone singles will eventually have a cohesion to them there and you also mentioned that you did a little bit of a uh, live performance video type there too and uh you have announced recently that you're going to be returning to the live stage at the end of October there in France for finally your second show inside of your second home here, your new home. So how exciting is that to uh, finally return to the stage and play a little bit of uh, new music potentially as well? Yeah, long time coming, man. Um, it's, it's, it's really great because my, my background in, in music, how I, how I fell in love with music, how I began uh, playing music was, was really just live. I, I had bands, um, starting from high school age and I was just playing shows from, from that point, you know, from 14, 15 until now. And so this has been the longest window of time where I haven't had concerts. I have I've kind of, I don't want to say lost that part of my identity, but really like it, it being on hold has been, uh, there's been a mix of emotions, you know? So of course, in that time frame, I put together an album. I've done a lot of writing. I've done a good amount of other, um, you know, I've had a, a fine creative output. It's just that, that, that part of my life as a performer, as someone that just enjoys going to concerts and, and engaging with live music and also just meeting people, you know, there's a whole, a whole, uh, culture around it. And, 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 you know, we, I've made, you know, so many great friends and, uh, discovered so many, so much great music from, from the live concert scene and, and whatever city I'm living in. So I'm just really excited for that, going to concerts more, getting back on stage. And of course, um, yeah, now, now putting together some of these songs that, uh, well, you know, really everything, uh, almost everything on, on the album, I've just never played live. So, um, you know, doing, doing rehearsals now, uh, just starting up rehearsals for, uh, this gig in, in Paris and I'll have a, I'll have a gig. I haven't announced yet, but, um, in November I'll be playing New York. Um, so hearing the stuff in the, in the room, like even just rehearsing with a live band and hearing these songs that, that are on my album that I've just been living with for a while now, hearing them, um, reinterpreted by other, other players, you know, together in a room, putting together that sound, it's, uh, man, it's, it's moving. And, and I'm so, I'm so excited to, to, to play the, the new material and just play again. Um, can't wait. Oh, I can only imagine, and I uh, can't wait for that uh, first reception you get to these uh, new songs as well, for when you get that immediate feedback live, because there's just nothing like that. For sure. And, and yeah, I mean, you can imagine, too, just the way any, anyone changes and evolves in, say, a two-year window of time. It's been almost two years, you know, since I've played live shows, so... I have all this new music. I have, you know, I'm, I feel different. We've all, we're all for sure different after the, this, this collective experience of what we, what we've gone through. So I just can't wait to, to get out and, 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 you know, it, it, it's given time to reflect on what can I do better? You know, what do I not want to do the same uh, when I get back on stage? Cause now to me, you know, that experience feels, it's always been somewhat sacred, you know, but it really, it feels like, 
man, I, you know, I lost this for a bit. Uh, this was taken away from me. And, uh, I, I don't take that for granted. And, and I definitely, I can't wait to, to get back up and, and, and feel, you know, maybe, maybe approach it slightly differently and, and, and see how I can progress on the live side of things. Uh, so yeah, really, really stoked, man. Awesome. Awesome. And I love how you put that because it kind of leads into my last question very, very nicely here because you mentioned that it's been two years and in two years, you can grow quite a bit. So what I would like to end off on, what I would like to know is through this last two year period, relocating, having to record an album inside of basically everything you described in recording this album here in three weeks of having to go back in the middle of COVID, all of those difficult things, waiting to return to the live stage all of this time. How has this time helped you grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Good question. I mean, um, I think it's mostly, it's mostly helped me evolve personally. Um, I think that I've always been on a constant forward, um, yeah, constantly in forward motion as an artist, as a creator. Um, that I don't want to say that that happens naturally or um, without effort, you know. But that's it's sort of the the it's the way uh, it's the way it goes. <laughs> it's uh, the nature of the work, I guess. Um, where, whereas um, you know the 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 initial lockdowns and just the the change the the change in in social life and all this has definitely helped me learn to sleep better how to you know, kind of just like zeroing in on on certain things you know with 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 health and um the way the way I go about my day to day so um i've certainly taken some of those things that i've learned with me um and as well as you know I guess, I guess recognizing to your, to your question about, you know, the, the losing of, uh, the live show experience and all that, it's definitely, it, it's, it's taught me a bit that I do thrive in the studio environment. Um, it kind of solidified this feeling that I was juggling with inside anyway, being like, you know, am I more of a writer? Am I more, you know, uh, of a studio musician or am I a performer, you know? And, not that they're not that you have to choose between the two, but um, it confirmed for me that I'm I'm most content when I'm creating and, and writing new music and, and working um, in that kind of environment, as opposed to if I were just on the road for seven months a year or something performing material over and over. So I think there's a balance to be found um, so that you can be consistently creating as well as performing getting that that side of your craft uh out and evolving but uh yeah definitely confirmed for me that you know if it came down to it lock me lock me in a in a studio you know and and i can i can i can live with that you know so awesome all right well thank you for sharing not only this lesson but also the story of this upcoming album and this new single weeknights here with us today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Thank you, man. I, I really appreciate uh, the conversation and, and for supporting the track and, and just the, the release in general. So I, I really appreciate the time. 
O.M. Bush, thank you for tuning on into this episode of the DTP here with our guest today, Ryan Egan. And even though Ryan Egan's upcoming album, Soft Power, doesn't release until April of 2022, you can go ahead and listen to Weeknights, his brand new single on your favorite music streaming service. And while you're there, go ahead and hit follow because Ryan told you there's going to be multiple singles leading up to this track. You should also go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube. Follow him on social media. All of these links are available down in the description to the show below. And I want to go ahead and thank Ryan for actually reaching out to me so that we could set up this fantastic conversation. So roaring DTP, thank you for Ryan for doing a fantastic job of his own PR. I want to go ahead and thank German from over at YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. And for one last time, well, here today at least, I want to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on into this episode. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the show on the podcast listening app or service you're using right now. And you can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review. Ooh. And by heading on over to DesertTigerMerch.com to cop yourself something to represent the show everywhere you go. And the best part is, looking's free. It's DesertTigerMerch.com. And with that, it's about time that I tell you to go out and find your roar and let it on out into the world. And with that, it's about time we say bye bye ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.